This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it was also helped, of course, Ty, by how bad Mike White was. And so Seattle came up fine, even though, like, I mean, if you if you read their third down numbers, which Pete Carroll was disappointed by, 5 of 15, 33.3% below that 50% mark they're looking for, not really good enough in their eyes. And in the red zone, 2 for 5, 40% conversion rate, which just isn't good enough either. But Ty, Mike White, before he gets the offense, sucky. Dude, he sucks. Like, really sucks. Like, really, really, really sucks. Uh, and it's it's weird, too, right? Because, like, you hear the stories. You hear about, like, oh, yeah, he just put up, like, 25-plus with the Jets offense while this stuff against, you know, whoever. And it's like, okay, this feels like one of those games where maybe, you know, this dude just drops 24-plus on the Seahawks' heads. Uh, he was terrible. Uh, he, he definitely helped the... Uh, the Seahawks out quite a bit in this one. There's some dudes wide open on some third downs, just sailed the ball over their head. He's terrible. <laughs> like So uh, this was somewhat a, a byproduct of that, but uh, I don't want that to necessarily take away from a pretty good defensive performance overall for the uh, for Seattle's defense. Griff, what did you see? Yeah, uh, pretty much the same observations. Uh, only scored six points. So, you know, playing a horrible quarterback, you'd hope that, you know, you if you can hold them up to, to six points then um you you did your job um for the most part um and they even had some opportunities on the other end that they the seahawks didn't capitalize on some uh, dropped interceptions uh things mm. of that nature so um and it's not like the the supporting cast around the jets or, or around mike white it was you know nothing it's they have a good receiving core um they have decent protection so it was nice to see everyone else win their matchups for the most part. Again, like you said, Ty, with better quarterbacking, this the, the Jets probably put together at least one touchdown drive, um, maybe get into field goal range a couple more times. But, you know, it's all it's all relative statements. If you're facing a bad offense, you want to keep them, you know, bad statistically, and, and, and they did. So they uh, did their job on that on that note. Yeah. Quandry uh, Diggs with an interception where, I mean, it did look like Abram was kind of beat, and he, he if they do make the playoffs, he's going to be the guy that teams will pick on in the matchup nature of the playoffs especially. Uh, it looked like he was beat, but Diggs made a great play that Seattle and cover one, gets over the top of it, intercepts, and then Mike Jackson with a pick where good way to overlap in a deep third, playing two up the seam, but the slot receiver up the seam, but Mike White must have said that one down pretty bad. Like Wilson, Garrett Wilson, who is an offensive rookie of the year candidate to your guys' point about, you know, the Jets having some weapons. 
Uh, but yeah, that was just a, a weird, weird throw. Uh, it was like completely off time. But yeah, two picks could have been more. Uh, I'm trying to see who else got their hands on the football. Could have been like five, right? And um, the Jets also, they only went four for 13 on third down, 30.8%. And it's rare in the NFL, as Pete Carroll mentioned, Quandry Diggs mentioned afterwards, that you do have a game where you don't allow a touchdown. Like, that's, that's a, something to hang your hat on, as is the takeaways. But yeah, they there were some misses from Mike White, uh, high or low, or <laughs> not on point where... A better quarterback, despite pressure on his face, despite perhaps being contacted by a dude, makes mm-hmm. the throw because guys were getting open. Like I think yeah. uh, one of the other Lafleur, I think he called a pretty good game, and yeah, yeah. And, and there were and like a, pa- there were like a couple of wheel routes like to Uzama that he like overshot, like that mm-hmm. he was they were Uzama was just wide open. There's he was just awful today, awful. Yeah. Yeah, and so also uh, a slight concern was the the rushing attack of the Jets, which only ended up with 75 rushing yards. But in the first half, I believe that number was about 70, and they were kind of pounding away at it. Seattle was having serious difficulties stopping the the Jets' rushing attack. And um, Pete Carroll said that they made some uh, adjustments, like basic technical things. Now that could have been uh, like in, a, in an alignment thing up front, or it could have been they're busting some stuff. But it did seem like they just they tweaked the technique their nose tackle was playing with in the first first half to the second half. Although we'd have to watch the tape for that. But interesting that Seattle, uh, you know, the adjustments worked, I guess, and they they called in some nice fire zones in the second half, which kind of yeah thought the Jets were getting. The- there, there, there was a lot of movement in the second half, and I think that was also in part a reaction to not having Brooks out there. They didn't feel mm. like they could just line up and play technique. They needed to throw action at the offense, um, and that seemed to work. That also seemed to like enliven the defensive line because they they weren't playing poorly in the first half, uh, but they were just really firing off the ball and playing more aggressively w- with that. I think it just suits their their um, skill sets more. Maybe that's why last year. Ken Norton Jr. was such a heavy run blitzing team or like line movement team when he felt like he needed to be. It just even though, you know, a lot of those guys are big dudes, they they, they just seem to do better when they can um, make the uh, the first move. Uh, so, but yeah, also, like you said, I'm really, I really want to get into the tape when it becomes available because I want to know what those um, technique changes were, those scheme tweaks. Um up front or that Pete mentioned were, were, were technique um, tweaks because it did, it did seem like they were once again, shooting themselves in the foot, um, especially to start the game. And it, it's like the same players have defended the same concepts, you know, very well in the past, even this year. And it just seemed like they were kind of reverting back into other stuff. So I, I really want to see what, what, uh, what is there on tape with that? Yeah. And as pointed out in the comments by David Crockett, who's been a long-time uh, supporter of us, he says it's worth saying White was coming off broken ribs and wearing a flat jacket for the first time. Now, that is, that sure. is valu- valuable context, and he has had better games than this, but this this was not his game today. 